Okay, we are live on Facebook here with Elena Lott. Elena, I very much appreciate you letting me um, come on here and interview you. I'm super excited about it. Kind of nervous, too. I haven't done this a whole lot. So I'm probably more nervous than you are. But just a brief introduction uh, for everyone. Uh, for those of you that may not know Elena, she um, has been, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, okay? So you have been... Uh, fighting and training in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's hard for me to say that word um, for about 10 years. Uh, you're three-time Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion, Mississippi state champion, grappling champion, American grappling champion, new breed grappling champion. Um, uh, and you're also been fighting in the adult division for, I guess, two years. And you've also haven't, you ha have not lost a match in two years and you are going to the 2018 Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu World Championship in Long Beach, California in May. So is that all that right? Yes, sir. Got it. So good deal. So, okay. So first thing, I, I guess I have to ask you on this. First of all, for those of you that may be tuning in live on here, if you don't mind, if you can like, share, love, wow, you know, hit all those little asterisks. Share the video. And we much, very much would appreciate it. So we want to get this out there to the masses. So first things first, how in the world did you get started in jujitsu <laughs> so at a, such an early age? Um, well, it really started with my dad. He, um, he had been training for practically his whole life in some type of martial arts. And so um, that was kind of how I got my start in it. I was just kind of raised around it. And I always kind of, um, I always kind of found it interesting. And I mean, some at some points in life, it was kind of like on and off. But uh, for the most part, I've always trained. So, so you've always trained. So, and how old were you? Um, I started when I was three or four. So when you was three or four. So, so dad got you started. Yes. Okay. So dad, how I'm assuming. So dad's right next to you, and his name is Nathan. And um, how long have you been training? Uh, my first martial arts class, I was uh, six or seven years old. And uh, I'm old now. I'm uh, 41. And so, uh, so I've been really, really, training my, really training my entire life. Only jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu strictly. It's been about 13, uh, 12, about 12 to 13 years. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's our, that's our passion, man, what we do outside of, uh, you know, outside of our church life. Sweet man, no, no, nothing wrong with that. Love it. So, um, so back to Elena here. So, uh, here's an interesting question I have for you. So, your first real competition match, right? So, um, do you remember that? And how old were you? Did you win? Were you nervous? Um. Okay. So, I competed basically my whole life, but the only one I really remember the most, most vividly, I was. 10, 9, 10, 11 years old, and um, I I fought this huge guy. Like, he was double my size, super tall, and I was crying before I even got in the ring. And uh, we slapped hands, and I guess instinct, just because I've been doing it forever, just instinct just kind of took in, and I was – uh, and I threw him, and it was actually 6-6 six to six, tied at the end, and he won by an advantage point. Uh, which means he got a submission and just didn't get it uh, all the way. So I think that was the first one I vividly remember the most. 
and I was terrified. <laughs> I bet you were. So where was this at? Uh, Mississippi. Yeah. And you were in Mississippi. So how old were you? I was 10-ish. 10 years old. Dad, do you remember that match? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one pretty well. I told her she was crying just before she went. I told her just go in and do her best. <laughs> and uh, whenever they locked up, I think she shocked the world over there whenever she threw him. And uh, it was a, it was a great match. But I think that was kind of the turning point in her mind to say, you know what, this is this is something. If I use the right technique, I can I can beat anybody. So right, right, awesome, awesome. So so that's a vivid memory in your in your mind, I guess, huh? Yes, yes. Well, good deal. So all right. So next question I have for you. So I'm super curious about this whole that you're fighting in the against the adults. So you're 16. Yes. Right, and you're fighting adults. Now, when you say adults, is this 18 and over? 18 to 30. 18 to 30, yeah. 18 to 30. And how many adult matches have you fought? Five, six, or seven. In the last year? In the last year, yeah. Last so show. five or six or seven in the last year, and you've won all of them? Yes. Yes, sir. And what's the oldest person that you beat? I think the oldest was um, Miss, well, I don't know. I think she was probably early thirties. Early thirties, thirty-two, thirty-three. Gosh, yes. that is that's amazing. Like that, that's probably the most amazing thing. So you're fighting against people that are obviously, I'm assuming, probably stronger because they're older. But maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. <laughs> and, and you're beating these adults, right? Um. Mainly the only reason I'm fighting in that division is because I have been training my entire life. And for a teenage girl who is the same rank as because the jiu-jitsu ranking system is based on age, not it's based basically on age and experience and years of training and years of training. So I'm only 16. So blue belt right now is the highest I can go. So for another girl who's only been training a year and a year and a half, who's still at blue belt, a 16, 17 year old girl, it's really not. I hate to be cocky, but it's really not fair. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, I have been training my whole life. So, and I mean, just for example, I was going to fight in one division and in teenage division and um, the girl backed out because like she had heard of me and um, she had like done some research on my fighting experience in the past. So that's one of the reasons I fight the adult division is because there's more of a challenge there. So she she backed out this girl. Yeah. Yeah, basically. She basically just didn't want to get beat by a teenager. Pretty much. <laughs> right. 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 So so why is it that you can only go to a blue belt at 16? So there's there's age limits to. Yes. Um, you want me to take that? Yeah, he can. He can. Yeah. The IBJ. We go by the IBJJF ranking system, International Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Federation ranking system. Um, she could actually go uh, go to, to purple belt. But the way that it works is the highest that a 15 year old can go is to green and black belt. So. Um, like my son right now is 15. He's been training 10 years. He's a green and black belt. Um, you're never going to see a, a black belt uh, in jiu-jitsu as a kid. And so the youngest you can be as a black belt in jiu-jitsu is 19 to 20, but that's very rare. You don't see that. And so she, um, at 16, somebody has been training as long as she has, will go to blue belt. At 17, they'll go to purple belt. 18, 19, brown belt. Then 20, 21 to black belt. And that's kind of, that's kind of standard. The way the uh, the way that the system works, it's age, time, um, experience, all that all that things plays into plays into it. And if I can say one more thing, no. um, I think that for a lot of places that don't have that age requirement, you have these 
10, 11 year old kids walking around with a black belt that honestly you could just order online. It's giving them a false reality that they can defend themselves when all, all reality, when in all reality, actuality, actuality, they can't, you know, because that is just giving to them. So I think having to work for it and making you wait and really earn it is a big thing. Okay. Wow. So, so, so is it possible that somebody could be 15 or, and, and have a black belt or no, or it's not? No, no. not by, not by, not in jujitsu. In okay. real life jujitsu, no. Okay. Well, good deal. Well, I'm learning a lot of here. So I, I've, I've been watching mixed martial arts for a long time. Of course, uh, I did a few trainings, but uh, not many. So you probably will me, but uh, all right. So, so uh, next question, um, simple question for you, but I was, it kind of grabbed my attention. Didn't know, um, never heard of it. So new breed grappling. What is, what is that? Um, new breed grappling is a, it's a smaller tournament. Um, more like, uh, it's, it, it's a national tournament, but it's not really out there as mm-hmm. much as like a Naga or an AGF. But um, those are more of the local tournaments. They're a lot smaller than um, than Worlds, which I'll be going to. But they're very tough, and they're very they're good training for what I'm about to be up against. So I got you. So so is there a lot of these tournaments and competitions that you're going to? Are a lot of them local? Or are you? Are most of them you're traveling out of the state? New, yeah, New Orleans. Um, basically everyone that I fought in the past year or two has been at the Illyrio Center in West we go so they're not far yeah people drive people drive in people are coming to compete for that uh from Mississippi Alabama Texas uh you know uh they have one for example this weekend there's one in Jackson um that she she won't be competing in but um most of the time it's just the the southern states that's why we try to travel out for like the worlds where she's going to be going to so we can really test ourselves against some of the the, the best competition in the world Gotcha, gotcha. Now, before I, before I forget to ask this, this so behind you there is your logo for your your studio or or gym. What is pronounce that for me again? Because I'm it, scared I mess it up. That's okay. It's Excelsior Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay, and that is when that is located where? Uh, well, we have a couple of different gyms. My gym, the one that I teach out of, is in Zachary. Okay. Uh, that's where Elena trains most of the time. Uh, we also one of my students teaches out of Central, Jacob Langston. And then uh, we also have a gym in St. Francisville. And then we have affiliates in Opelousas, uh, Natchitoches, and Brookhaven. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so, um, so let me, while I got you in the screen, so do you compete also? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't fight as much as I used to. Um, going back into my early years, I, you know, I fought in the cage. I fought in, you know, from the time I was a, a white belt in jiu-jitsu. I fought in every competition I could. Since I, I was promoted to black belt a couple of years ago in jiu-jitsu, um, I, re- I don't fight as much. I try to get a couple of competitions in a year. Um, on the, it's just it's very expensive to travel to them, and then you know I have three yep. kids, and so uh, so those are very limited. Uh, everyone I compete in has to be out of state. There's really there's really not that much in the state as far as as far as what I can do. Got you, got you. Okay, well, good deal. So uh, back to Elena here. Um, let's talk about this big event that you're going to in May. So it's a 2018 um, World Championship in Long Beach, California. Is that right? Right. And from what I understand, you are the only female juvenile to ever represent Louisiana in this event. Right. Um, it's such a big deal. 
honestly, because there's only been two adult women in the whole state of Louisiana who have gone there and won. That would be Miss Lynette Ennis from our gym, from our gym, and then Miss Jessica Guidry and I. Where she, does she train? She, she trains with Josh Bencuzo in Baton Rouge. Really right. good group. So, I mean, you have two awesome ladies who went over there and they competed and they won from Louisiana. And um, for me being the first juvenile. juvenile female to go over there and compete is a really big deal just because I'm representing not only teenagers my own age, but I'm also representing women and smaller people who who may not think that jiu-jitsu is for them because they're not bigger because they're not older because they've never done it before just um just really representing the state in itself right so so what is the significance of this for you like so obviously has this been a long-term goal for you did you think you would ever be here i mean was was this on your agenda um i was always kind of hoping that it'd be there but um you know life hits and uh, you never know what's going to happen, but I'm really glad that it's it's gotten this far. And it's such, like, it's a really big moment because I'll be fighting on the mats where, like, legends of jiu-jitsu, Mackenzie Dern, just one that pops in my head. She's um she's awesome. She's, like, a jiu-jitsu legend um, for me. She's a really big role model. And um, so she's fought on these mats that I'm going to go fight on. And, and uh, where I'm fighting at is... Uh, it's uh, the Walter Pyramid. The Walter Pyramid, Long Beach. It's um, it's where it's where the best of the best go to compete. So just the fact that I get to go there and witness um, some of the best in the world is a big deal for me. Wow, wow, and and I mean, so give me an idea on how many people just so is so you're what's the age groups that you're you'll be fighting against over there? Um, I will be fighting 16, 17 year old girls. Um. Belt. Yeah, who have been training uh, nearly the same time as me. Okay, okay. So, so is there is there anybody that you know that that you know that you're going to be fighting against that you're you know kind of that's kind of on your mind? Um, there is. There's a girl. She's from Japan, and she just registered in the last two or three days for the division. And she's she's won multiple championships. Uh, she's very good from her records and from what I've researched on her. And I would tell you her name, but it's like five different names <laughs> together. And she's Japanese, so it's kind of hard. But, um, yeah, so I'm really excited to just meet her and um, hopefully get a new friend from Japan. Good, good. So, so how do when you get there, right. And you start fighting, is it a process of double elimination? I mean, how does, how do you go from, if I lose, if I lose one, then that's it. You're it you're gone. Then I'm, then I'm, it. then I'm gone for my division. However, if I place first, second or third or four in the top three, yeah. In the top three for, um, for my division, I can fight in the open weight, which is, um, basically fighting against, Middle heavy, medium heavy, or up. Yeah, about 130 pounds up. Up. So, hopefully that'll happen, just so I can get some more fights in. So. Got you. So, how many how many matches does it take to, you know, to get to that final round? It, it just depends on how, how many, many people, people register. Okay. Okay. And normally, how long of it event is this? Um, it's it's five days. 
five days. So do you, when you get there for the first day, is it just kind of like a, a, uh, introduction thing or do you actually start well, the first day? It kind of, at first day, it just depends on what day my, my bracket and my division will be, which I will find out, um, eventually. I don't know when that'll happen, but. Okay. I got you. So and this is in May, right? Right. May to June. Last, last week of May, first ish of June. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, so let's say you go here to Long Beach and you win, right? We all obviously want you to win, represent Louisiana. Um, as far as what happens next, you know, what would be, uh, I guess, a future goal for you if you win this in, in, in California? Um, I think the biggest thing for me would be to, um, if I win, I hope I do, but um, I think the biggest thing would be to be an influence and a role model for the little girls, um, especially the little girls to um, to look up to because being being training my whole life, I have not always been in the best shape that I am now. I was a little overweight when I was younger, and um, so I just that that experience with me and just having to having to push through all the, all the obstacles and stuff. I think that's a big thing that girls don't have to be afraid to like, to want to look good or to want yeah. to want to get in shape or want to just defend themselves. Right. So um, I think that's the biggest thing. That's one of my biggest goals. That's an awesome goal for sure. Uh, great answer. So, um, so you mentioned something in there that I, that I want to ask you about too. So what is a, what does your training look like right now? So you're training for this huge event. Like how much do you train? Um, I train basically every day of the week, except for Wednesdays and Sundays. And sometimes on Fridays, um, I'll, I might take a rest day every now and then, but, um, I train, I train a lot. And whether that be on the mats, grappling, running sprints, uh, doing kettlebell drills, um, just all sorts of stuff that, you know, people think it's just like, oh, I got to get my arms big or I got to get my legs big. But I didn't know this until a couple of weeks ago. There's actually parts of your legs that you don't work out unless you do this crazy drill that uh, nobody's ever heard of in their lives. So um, that's that's really what I'm doing right now. It's just you want to tell them what class you train in. Um, I train in the adult men's class. I don't I mean, we really? have. Yeah, I do. Um, we have a women's class. And we have cardio kickboxing and stuff like that. But um, and I do all that, too. But for the most part, I train with adult men because besides the tournament part, self-defense wise, if I get grabbed on the street right. by a man, it's not going to be by a woman. I mean, right. true. So I have to I have to be ready at all times to defend myself against anyone or anything that comes against me. And plus, tournament wise, if I'm used to training with men who are two times bigger than me, then um, a little girl strength wise shouldn't be a problem. Uh, great. I mean, yeah, I can see why that would be beneficial for sure. Now, do you ever train with dad? Do you roll around with dad? I do. Um, oh goodness. I do. And, um, <laughs> it's, it's not good. <laughs> um, I mean, I try my hardest, but, um, he's, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. Well, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's a good training partner. You know, yes, training is the best, right? Right. 
I'm kind of right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to come roll around with him once just to see how good he is. Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not joking. So, so yeah. So all right. So so this big event that you're going to, right? So um, how I understand from what I understand, it it takes a lot of help. I guess you could say it costs you guys a lot of money. So if we, if someone out there, or we want to sponsor you in this event, how, how do we go about uh, doing that? Um, I'm going to turn that one over to him because he's kind of taken over. Sure, that. sure. Okay. Um, so there's a, a couple of different ways you can contact us. You can go on our gym page, uh, my personal Facebook page, um, Excelsior Jiu-Jitsu or Nathan Lott. Uh, you can also just call us directly at the gym, go on our website. Um, you can also just uh, send me an email at Zachary at Excelsior. Uh, bjj.com and and i'll give you more information one of the things we really want to do it is it's a five-day event plane tickets hotel food training stuff going in it's a it's a very expensive thing i mean you're talking probably in the neighborhood of you know five to six thousand dollars for everything the registration for the tournament i mean there's a lot there um so one of the things we're doing is uh some some sponsors we have we one sponsor so far has asked for a patch on our uniform which we'll do um we're also doing going to do a lot of um social media exposure for those people who sponsor us and things like that. And so we're just, we're just, you know, we're asking for a little bit of support and, and in return, we'll do everything we can to advertise for those businesses that support, support her travels. Gotcha. Gotcha. Perfect. And so five or six grand. Yeah. The, the tournament entry is about a hundred dollars. The plane tickets uh, to go over. It's two, it's two California and back. The, the, the hotel rooms that are right there in the long beach area, all of them are, you know, yeah. $250, $260 a night. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I mean, there's, it's yeah. a rental car. I mean, there's, there's real, it really is a lot to just to get over there. And that's why, that's why it's important. To, I tell her it's important to train as hard as she's training because you don't want to go into a situation like that, spend that kind of money, that kind of time and not, not be fully prepared. Right. A little pressure, huh? Right. <laughs> well, good deal. So definitely, you know, anybody out there is listen, listening to this, you want to help Elena get there and compete, represent, Louisiana and their are their gyms and stuff like that. You know, reach out to Nathan, uh, like he said on Facebook uh, Messenger. If you have a cell phone number, contact me. I can give you their information uh, if you would just want to contact me through Messenger and all that. So, so Elena, um, we definitely will be praying for you and uh, Thank you. Thank you, you dominate. Which let's just go ahead and just call it. Let's just say you're going to go there and you're going to dominate and you're going to come back on an interview with me. And you're going to tell us all about it and how you how you dominated this event in 2018 and how you're going to dom- dominate it the next year and the next year and the next year. By the way, I don't know if anybody ever has ever told you this, but um, has anybody ever told you you look like a young Ronda Rousey? I get that all the time. All, <laughs> all the time, huh? Especially all it probably it probably is an intimidation factor for a lot because everybody that that probably uh, if you know that's in these competitions know who she is right and so when you walk in they're probably like wondering if you're her daughter or something so, so i've gotten sure. asked if i was like a niece or cousin or you know yeah. all sorts of stuff yeah i'm sure you do awesome well look i appreciate you jumping on uh again for those of you that's watching this please share like the video get it out there so we can help her get to uh long beach california in may i'm sure she would greatly appreciate appreciate that dad would appreciate that so um so any final words for us, Dad or Elena? Um, thank you for um, everything. And 
I'll let you guys know how it goes. Absolutely. So, hey, if you, we can do we can do one of these while you're there. Like that would be pretty awesome. Oh, so you, maybe, maybe you can give us updates. You know, talk about you know how you dominated the first match, the second match, the third match, the fourth match, however many matches it takes. So that maybe that's something we can talk about doing. But I'm sure y'all gonna be so occupied and busy over there that that y'all won't even think about you know, us small people over here. So. <laughs> All right, well, guys, well, look, I appreciate y'all doing this. Uh, really, really appreciate it. And we'll definitely do everything we can to help you guys get over there and uh, and, and take care of business. So uh, I appreciate it. So everybody, again, thanks so much for watching. Um, feel free to leave some comments, leave some love for us. We would appreciate that. So thanks so much, Elena and Mr. Thank Nathan. You. And we will be definitely talking to you guys soon. Thanks, Brandon. All right, no problem.